Hey guys, it is Courtney from Mills Bloom and I am back with a new episode on the podcast that I have been wanting to do for a few months now, but it seems like heralding in a new year is actually a really great time to do the episode. So this one is about the things that I've learned in my 20s and some of them have been really kind of finalized in 2022. So I thought it would be a great opportunity to help us reflect back on the things that we have all learned throughout 2022 or within the last decade. And I know it's been just a really um, huge last few years for so many of us. And I'm sure many of us have shifted. Our beliefs have shifted the way that we think about things and our relationships and what our goals are and how we feel inside. And so I think now more than ever, as things are kind of getting back to normal, people are getting back out there, it is the time to reflect on what we've learned, integrate it, and move forward. So number one, it's not about where you go, but who you share it with. So I I don't know if you guys know this, but I spent like the first few years of my adulthood really traveling. I lived in Spain and I went to over 30 countries and I was bopping around, living here, living there. I lived in Australia. I lived in New Zealand. I lived in the UK for a summer. Um, and most of these places I lived for at least a half a year to two years. And Spain, I don't know if I already mentioned that. I think I did. And I really got to see what it's like to have that full experience of traveling, which was so beautiful. And I'm very, very blessed to have been able to experience that. And what I realized is, is yes, the places are very cool and they do all have, you know, their own unique qualities. But at some point, it all becomes meaningless when you are not sharing it and not enjoying it with somebody. And I remember sitting there and staring up at this tower that was so beautiful and it was in Spain it was very old and I just had so much I wanted to say and nobody was there next to me and I realized well this is meaningless if I can't share it with somebody and even if it's just with yourself if that's a very intentional thing of I'm gonna take myself out and, and have this incredible experience and make friends along the way that's beautiful um, but to me it's it's the relationship aspect that made everything so special to share the moment with somebody and have you guys both remember that experience so that could go to anything in life yes it's about going after our goals doing what we want but relationships and those that we share it with and those that we enjoy are the things that truly bring meaning and that's funny because right now I feel like I've been a little bit in a hermit mode so I'm like kind of preaching to myself number two you're never going to please everyone. Let people criticize and give their opinions and realize that this reflects more on them than on you. So everyone has their two cents and it's hilarious because you will hear opposite things from different people. So I sent out this text recently to family and friends and I said, I'm trying to figure out what my strengths and weaknesses are. Can you tell me what those two are for me? And I had somebody write, you know, one of your weaknesses, this is from my mom. <laughs> She's like, one of your weaknesses is you expect way too much from people. You need to lower your expectations. And then a friend of mine was like, one of the things is that you expect way too little from people. You need to hire your standards. I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but they said the exact opposite thing. And so everyone 
is going to have their own preferences and their own desires. And if you try to appease and please every single person, you are going to be pulled in a million different directions and just explode. Like there's just no way. So finding your own center and only listening to people when your intuition tells you that that's something that their advice makes sense with and deserves attention. It's number three, it's okay not to be liked as long as you like yourself. Um, There have been times where this past year I have not been liked by some people that I have said certain things or done certain things that to me was a protection of my boundaries and was really saying no to the kind of people and behavior that I won't tolerate to be treated like in my life. And um, it's just been really interesting because at first I felt like, fuck, people aren't going to like me. Everyone's going to talk badly about me. But then it really came full circle because I realized, no, I love and respect myself in these decisions. I don't think I've been overly harsh. I do feel like I am in alignment right now. And because of that, I was able to actually stick and and hold to my guns, basically. And it took some time, but everything kind of came full circle and those relationships calmed down and people respected that I held my boundaries and I felt like it was definitely worth it. And the next one is number four, holding boundaries and having integrity, especially with yourself. And this is so important for our development of confidence, which is number five, which confidence comes from our small daily choices we make that align with our core values. So when we define what those core values are and we understand what we are working towards, when we know what our needs and values and beliefs are, we can align our life with that and we can create boundaries around that that will help protect us and preserve our well-being and our spiritual nature and all of the above. It all needs to be protected by these boundaries. And so sometimes we need to hold those boundaries with ourselves. Sometimes It's actually ourselves that says I'm going to do something and then does another thing or um, will kind of try to please people and put them above yourself. This is like very classic for having boundary issues that I'm sure many of us as spiritual people have experienced. So this year has been learning a lot about putting myself first, making non-negotiables with my own self and developing my own integrity and my word within myself And this is very much something that I'm still in the process of creating, but I've finally seen some breakthroughs with this. I've finally seen some progress with this that I haven't seen in the past, which is very exciting. But again, it's very much an everyday, every decision I make type of thing. And some decisions I make are not fully the best decision for my future, the best thing for my future, but most of them are. And that's because I'm starting to learn what it looks like in my body and in my emotions to feel like I'm living in alignment and to feel like I'm out of alignment. And so I'm tuning into my body more and my emotions more and that is helping me with that process. Number six, people deserve the respect of knowing why. And this has been kind of a personal thing for me. I've had some friends, I feel like, break up with me or just abandon me. And this actually happened with one friend in particular. And I never really knew why. I I still don't know why. And that always bothered me. 
And I did a whole episode on a podcast with a friend talking about closure and how closure is BS. And in some parts of me, I do think closure is an excuse to just keep talking to your ex and not wanting to get over them. And another part of me is like, well, if there's a lot of unknowns, if if there's things that people haven't fully had an understanding of, then it can be really frustrating to try to move on because your mind will always go back to those things. So I think that people deserve to know why that you are doing certain things or you're leaving them or you're saying certain things. Like they, they deserve the context because otherwise they're going to be just thinking about that all the time. And it's like, it's just not very kind to do. Number seven, if you are feeling judgmental of others, it's because you're judging yourself. Checking in with yourself will help you see what's really going on inside. And I'll never forget this because I'm a, I honestly am a really non-judgmental person inside. I don't know what people perceive me on the outside, but inside I really don't give a fuck. Do what you want to do. And I remember walking through a college campus years ago and I was just having this really weird day where I was judging people around me and I was so mean to myself and that's actually why that was happening because there were aspects of myself in my life that I was unhappy with and as a result I started taking that out and projecting it onto those around me and once I was able to check in and see what's really going on here court why are you unhappy with yourself what's really happening I was able to stop those negative emotions and it was only one day but it had this really profound impact on me to realize that sometimes the stuff that's happening inside is actually the stuff that we are noticing in others the most around us. Number eight, anger is beautiful is a beautiful tool and guidepost to protect yourself and know when your boundaries are being violated. My therapist told me that anger is is uh, like a boundary or a fence around our house. And we have to know when our fence is being crossed, when somebody's trying to come in, when they're trying to steal our stuff, we need to know when that's not okay. And so anger is our indication of that. And I used to be so against feeling angry. I used to hate being angry. And then one day I was like, you know what? Anger is good. I'm gonna integrate my anger. I'm gonna let it in. And it's empowered me so much. It's been the single greatest thing that I've done. And that has been mostly this last year of like, I'm not afraid to be angry. I'm not afraid to say no. I'm not afraid to set this boundary. I'm not afraid to ask for what I want and stick up for myself. And I also know when it's time to calm myself down to back off. You know, it's it's not just about going forward, but it's about also retreating and knowing when anger is the proper method and when it's not. Number nine, divine timing is a thing. So... For those of you guys who are wondering when it's going to be your moment, if there's one thing I've learned as an astrologer, it's that there is a sense of divine timing for things. Everything in the past starts to wrap up and all come together and converge into a path and make sense. And this is all because the universe is leading us down these random weird alleys and bringing it all together for a purpose. And we have to collect information, relationships, ideas, concepts and things together and we probably wouldn't have done that if we got the first and foremost direction from the very beginning and so just trust all the little detours trust that things when they're not working out are leading you somewhere very specific and that there are cycles in life there are growth cycles stagnation cycles decay cycles rest cycles and like in between so we have to respect 
the cycle of life that we are in. And if we try to push and be outside of those cycles, then it's just going to create resistance to what is and be uncomfortable without actually moving us forward. So that is something I've learned and it does not make it easy. I still struggle with this all the time, but it is something that I'm very aware of and that I remind myself of. And it's almost like a mantra, like respect my cycle of life, respect where I'm at, respect divine timing. And it's something that you can come back to as well. Okay, number 10, praying really does help. Don't forget prayers of gratitude when your wishes are delivered. So this is something I wrote for myself because I noticed that not only when I try to manifest, but when I truly do connect to angels and spirit guides, I notice that when I ask for help with something, I will receive that help. And you guys are always supported as well. Number 11, love your body now. You might not be this young, pretty, skinny again, and you'll look back and wish that you soaked it up. And I feel like everyone can understand this. Just loving at your body for exactly where it is right now is the one of the greatest gifts that you can give yourself. All right, I'm going to do just a few more because I wrote down, how many did I write down? 20? That's kind of a lot. <laughs> All right, number 12. If you don't feel nervous and uncomfortable often, you're playing life too safe. So this, again, will depend on what cycle of life that you're in. You might not want to be pushing and striving for these breaking out of your comfort zone when you're in a cycle of rest and healing, right? That's not necessarily the combination to go for. But if you are in a cycle of growth, you're moving towards your north node, which in astrology is about breaking outside of your bubble and comfort zone. And so you want to feel fear. You want to feel a certain level of anxiety, but it should be mixed with this anticipation or excitement of something big, of of the possibilities that this could grow into. So you might feel a little bit of dread because you're not wanting to face certain fears and do certain things, but you might also feel at the same time a level of excitement and growth and knowing that it's in your best interest. So really check in with yourself about that feeling because sometimes people will take that to mean that they're not supposed to do that thing because they feel some level of dread. That's not true. It's, it's just an indication that something is new for you and it's going to be uncomfortable because it's new. It's a learning process for the brain, for the body. But then once you do it, you've uncovered this new layer and level of yourself that you can play with and it's just so so powerful so if you are not feeling nervous and uncomfortable you're probably playing way too much inside your comfort zone number 13 you cannot push force shame guilt chastise or punish yourself into healthier behaviors that stick you need patience compassion self-love understanding desire and inspiration to change for the better and this is something that's taken me so many years to learn. As a Virgo rising, as a Capricorn moon, I have really expected perfection of myself since I came out of the womb. My mom wouldn't even ask me what my grades were. She wouldn't ask me what homework I had. She wouldn't look in my backpack. She wouldn't even need to help me with that. Like from a very young age, I would take care of everything myself because there was something inside of me that felt like, I have to be perfect. I have to get the best grades. I can't let anything anything slip through the cracks. Everyone has to like me. I have to say the right things. I have to do the right things. I have to achieve the right things. And this enormous pressure on myself 
And when I had shadow aspects of myself that broke out and lashed out against that, these teenage parts of myself that would self-sabotage, that would stay up late and smoke weed and eat tons of food and just do shit that's not good for me and didn't get me towards my goals, when that part of me would come out, I would try to yell it into oblivion and get it to go away. And that just never works. That never works because that part of you is coming out not because it's trying to be yelled at but because it's trying to be healed, to be understood, to be worked with, to be integrated into the psyche, it's the shadow. And you can't just yell the shadow away. You have to bring light to the shadow, bring understanding, compassion. So the Neptunian energy to the shadow is what will help it the most. And so I think if there's anything I could just go back and teach my younger self sooner, it would be that being kinder and mothering yourself and self-love even about the dark parts of you is the single greatest thing that you can do for yourself to actually make it so that the dark parts don't take over. And I know everyone says it, but it's a lot harder to embody it and live it than to just understand it. And that's something that I had to take years to fully embody and understand. And I'm still working on it, of course. Like I definitely have sides of myself that are still perfectionistic. All of us are a work in progress. Okay, 14. This is important. Growth is not linear. You're going to wobble and fall and stumble your way to success. Just make sure you don't compare yourself to others along the way. Their life, their timeline, their divine timing and purpose is unique and different to yours. You're just illogically torturing yourself to compare your beginning to someone else's middle or end because you're not the same person. And for your peers, their life is way different than yours. Many reach success at a younger age and others reach success at an old age, but that success looks very different. So I've seen this with people who, you know, I'm turning 30 this year. I'm definitely not married. I definitely don't have kids. Like I don't have this career as successful as I would like it to be you know there's so many areas of my life where I started to look at other people not out of jealousy but out of self-criticism of you know I guess I'm just delayed I guess I'm just late (laughs) I'm a late bloomer maybe I'm a late mature which is weird because I've always felt pretty mature but maybe not who knows but then I look back and I'm like well those people who still got married and those people who still had kids, what I actually want their life, like do I actually want their success? Do I actually want that exact existence? And the truth is no, like I want my life. I want my experiences, my decisions, my dreams, my goals. And those have different timelines. Those have different energies. Those have different personality traits behind them. And so it makes absolutely no sense in the logical world to compare them. It's like, oh, this apple is different from this orange. Let's judge the apple. No didn't make any sense to me. So I've really learned to just let that go and stop comparing my timeline because life is what life is and it's more about enjoying the journey and the process and just the everyday aspect of getting to wake up and do astrology readings, which is the one thing I love the most in this world. Okay, in terms of career, not people and things, but It's the thing that I would rather do the most in my career and I get to do it. So that is the process that I need to focus on. All right. And the last thing I'll mention today 
is that there are no such things as failures, just iterations on your way to your goal. Stopping is the only failure. Never stop. You'll make it or die trying. So this is something that I don't think I necessarily learned. I think that this is more so ingrained in who I am. I've always said this. I will never stop. I will never give up. I will always keep going. And I have to succeed because I will literally not stop trying. And yes, I have yet to achieve all the things I've wanted. But if I look back, there are a lot of things that I wanted that I do have now. And it's always going to just keep going where I'm just going to have new and different goals. So I'm never really going to get there, which is fine. And I'm also never really going to fail. There's no beginning and there's no end. The only beginning and end is birth and death. Those are our only markers. Everything else is goals that continue to evolve and failures, aka experimental phases that don't lead us to the result that we wanted. So we try something else. And it's all a process. It's all an iteration and it's not a destination. And if it were a destination, we would have a fixed goal that never moves, but we don't. So I almost feel like it's almost better for the psyche to focus on that process, to focus on the daily steps. Because if we did set a goal and we got to that goal, let's say at age 30, what the fuck are we going to do for the rest of our lives? Like think about how depressing that is. As a Capricorn moon and a very goal-oriented person, that is just a way to die young. And I've always thought it's not about retiring for me. It's not about getting to a specific destination. It is about, well, it is about that in some senses. Like I do want to have a certain amount of wealth, but it's not like I I'm like, okay, once I get there, I'm going to stop and retire early. No, I've been living all along. I've been traveling. I've been doing exactly what I want to do. I'm not waiting to do those things. And so there's no need to freak out about getting there. And there's no need to freak out about quote unquote failures that are little detours on your way to quote unquote get there. So when you remove the timeline, things honestly open up and become a lot more beautiful. So Those are the things I've reflected on for learning little golden nuggets over these last few years. I hope that you guys enjoyed them and resonated with them. And I would love to hear what yours are. If you want to shoot me an email at contact at willowsbloom.com or comment on one of my YouTube videos, I would absolutely love to hear what you guys have learned, especially over 2022, but even over the last decade. And I love you guys so much. Thanks for staying tuned and I hope you have a great one. Bye.